There's always a big smile on my face, though, Nick, when I have uh, Australia's smartest man on the phone with us, Dr. Carl. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Beth, but I'm not that smart. I'm just uh, well-educated. Well-read, I would say as well. But you have you have a very sound answer for everything, Dr. Carl, and that's one of the reasons we brought you on this morning because we were talking yesterday about whether you should be leaving an electric blanket on or not. Uh, it's the coldest week of the year here in South Queensland. And Mel rang in with this nugget. I wake up sweating. Do you have an exp- like a scientific explanation as to why you're made of ice or is there no any idea um i didn't move from down south i came from the logan area and i moved here because i wanted to be around the cold wow and i still wake up sweating and i have no idea why and dr carl i also too suffer from from the cold sweats in fact again this morning i woke up absolutely saturated i was freezing when i woke up why does this ah. happen what is the what's the science behind it Okay, well, firstly, sometimes the answer is I don't know, but um, do you sleep with a bunch of blankets or a single doona? I sleep with a single doona and, and a sheet. It's a sheet and a doona. Wrong. You've got to sleep with a bunch of blankets. You see, what happens is that during your, the night, your temperature varies. Mm. And if it gets, and it'll go down, and then gradually your body temperature will come up again. And if you've just got one doona of constant thickness, sometimes you'll end up just sweating underneath it. Mm. If you have, if you have blankets, you can sort of, in a sleepy way, wake up a little bit, throw off a blanket, and then just uh, having adjusted to the new temperatures, just keep on going. So you're sleeping under a doona, you get too hot. There's no way to get rid of the heat except by sweating. You then sweat, the sweat evaporates, and then you wake up feeling cold and clammy with sweat on your sheets and your mattress protector and your doona. But see, Bummer. I have a theory that it's because, like, I'm lazy. Because, like, you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're a little bit cold and then what a normal person would be would do is put another layer on, like you said, whether that's a doona or a clothes or whatever. Well, I just continue to just sort of take the cold and then that's when I start to... Cold Isn't that called sweat. hypothermia? Yes. I, I think well, that's I don't know. actually Let's ask Dr. what Carl. happens to me. <laughs> Well, um, if you're cold, what can you can do is wear socks. Now, socks actually help people get a better night's sleep in some cases. Mm. And what they do is they warm up your feet. That tricks your body into thinking your whole body is warm. Mm. To get rid of the extra heat, it then cools down your core. And this is a signal for you to go to sleep. And then your body goes to sleep nicely. So what you were saying earlier, Dr. Carl, about the multi-blankets and your body changing temperature during the night, would that explain? So last week, uh, we had the electric blanket on. I wanted to sleep with it on. And my fiancé would get up and turn it off during the night. And then I would find I was waking up. And I thought it might be because I was getting cold in my sleep to the point where I would wake up. Would that ever happen? Yes. In general, I do recommend uh, not to sleep on the bed with the electric blanket on for safety reasons. <gasps> but that I live you, on the edge. you heard it. Yeah, I know, living on the edge. <laughs> but what you can do is just chuck on an extra blanket. Now, there's another thing here, Ooh. which is in Australia, our building standards are ridiculously low. Have you ever had people come and visit you from Europe and then say, I've never been cold as winter in uh, Europe as I have been in your house yes. here in Australia? Yes. You know why? Because our standards are ridiculously low. Have you heard about five star houses in Australia? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Very hard to get in Australia. I I thought, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, when I lived in Canberra, they had so much insulation. Yeah, that's right, because the, 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 they tricked you, the developers tricked you. The standard goes to 10 stars. Five <laughs> stars is, is just barely average. You're so kidding what you me. Do, 
No, no, it's the developers. So what you've got to do is go for double glazing. So I live not far from the ocean, but mm. I've got double glazing and insulation in the walls and insulation under the floor. And we went from having our heater on all the time to it switches on for 10 minutes, stays off for an hour, then switches on for 10 minutes, stays off for an hour. Would you, do you have single glazing or double glazing? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Wouldn't I'm, even I'm not, know. not au fait with my glazing situation None of us are rich enough to own our own property either. <laughs> so. In California, the government of California did the thing that governments are supposed to do, which is do long-term governing for the benefit of the citizens. And so they made it compulsory that all the glass had to be double glazed. In other words, a sheet of glass, a gap, usually with argon gas, and then another sheet of glass. And then within a year, double glazing was cheaper than single glazing because of the economies of scale. And it's good for the environment, Dr. Carl. It's good for your pocket because you end up spending less. So our heating bill was $600 less after we got the double glazing in and after a few years it pays for itself. Dr. Carl, it is just always fascinating. I always leave these feeling smarter. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) He's basically an economist too. Extra blankets, double glazing. My goodness, I'm, I'm just mind blown. <laughs> Get up with Nick and Beth on Hit.